Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. I am Dr. Jacinta C.K., and we are here every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 6 p.m. GMT. We're always here to give you relationship information and strategy from our guests. And in our research, our show will give you generational perspectives and real-world opinions. Hello, everyone. I am Dr. Estella, and today uh, we are going to be continuing the conversation we had. We had a great conversation conversation last week on 53 things to change your relationship and 53 questions to ask. And it was a really great, it was a really good show. And our listeners asked us to continue the conversation, and we're going to do that today. So Yay. welcome to our show. Hey, Jay, how are you today? Mindful check today. How are you? How am I doing? I'm doing actually really good. Um, you know, I have this new obsession with, um, oh, wait, well, I have this new obsession with ice, like Starbucks ice. I don't know why it like, tastes so good. So I'm happy that I have my ice today. That is so funny. <laughs> you know what? I have to tell you, I had a, um, it was interesting. I, I, you know, I always, I can drink things, um, room temperature. I don't really have to have ice. But the okay. other day, I, I drove in, um, where did I go? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I was at that Mod Pizza. It's a new pizza. It's kind of like Pyology. And I got their ice, and it's that crushed ice that just felt like a one of those, um, you know, the little drinks they used to give you those times when you were a kid with the syrup on sugar? Yes. It was okay. so good. So I, I get it. I get the ice thing now. But, it's so I'm, I'm like, really good with my slush ass. Oh my god, the slush. That's what it was. Jay is called a slush. Yeah. I never dug those things though when I was little. I know you tried like you would get them for me. I never liked them. Yeah, that was before I was green, guys. Yeah, but um they need to come up with a nice um hope a green slush. Maybe that should be your your key, Mom. Why don't you make that? I'll, I'll let someone else do it. You know, I'm not the real cooker and everything, but yeah, but I love I love I like I get your eye. But other than that, you're doing good. Which yeah, is I'm doing great. good. The weather's beautiful. Um, I'm feeling good. How about you? Good. I'm actually doing really well, too. Uh, yesterday was a little stressful. I kind of was in a weird mood because oh. I won't say why. Well, you know, sometimes at work, uh, your direct reports are kind of demanding, and that was the case. And I took it home, and it was kind of a bad thing. But I'm okay now. I'm not going to let that happen. And it was because I did not meditate yesterday. I did not meditate at all. I did not get well, my mind together. It so, does make a difference. The first time in, in, I think, years I haven't. I got up and I didn't go through my mindful uh, ch- uh, process in the morning. So, but it's a difference for you. Oh, totally. Yeah. So today it was, today's really good. I, it is, a, to me, I mean, I know it's cool out, but it's kind of, um, you know, it's kind of, I think it's going to be hot today. Oh my God, it's getting hot, isn't it? I mean, for what is yeah. it? Where are we in? We're in. Well, it's almost May. We're getting really close to June and, and July. So I know. I have to ask myself. You guys, some of you, my our listeners are not from Southern California, but we always ask that remember what month it is because our weather is so like unpredictable now. We don't even know if it's winter, fall, or summer. It's like crazy. Oh it's crazy. It's really crazy. We know it's not winter, but we don't know if it's fall or summer, but. So today, uh, we're going to kind of talk a little bit more about a conversation we had last week, and it was phenomenal. We had a lot of callers, and we had people checking in and asking good questions, and we're hopefully you can do the same. If you want to call in and join the conversation, you can call us at 310-928-7733. Again, that's 310-928-7733. So there was an article that came out in Life Enthusiasts, and it talked about how, uh, I'm sorry, it came out in um, 
in Life Enthusiasm and talked about 53 things to change your relationship and 53 questions that you should ask in a relationship. And uh, we went through a large topic, a lot of them, but there were 53. So we're going to uh, talk about some more of those today. And we're just going to go kind of Jay and I are going to go back and forth on how we feel about it. And, and as just Cynthia mentioned, we put in a generational perspective. So we're going to kind of see if we're on, on the same on the same page. Right, Jay? Right, exactly. <laughs> so you want to pull a question, Jay, the first one? Or you, I can pull one, I guess. Okay. Have you ever changed anything for your partner? Have I ever changed anything for my partner personally? I can say, I, I think that when you get into relationships, if it's, you know, if you're living a single life, you you will change a few things. But as far as changing myself, no, because I think that's where people sometimes go wrong. They pretend there's someone else, and after a while, you can only fake the, the funk for so long, and it catches up with them. So for me personally, I don't really change myself, particularly when I'm in a relationship. I just don't believe in that. How about you? Yeah, um, and I think this is also a question. When we're asking these guys, think about if that – if. If you're doing this on a constant basis and if you do it, if, if the beginning of your relationship, the middle and where you are now is the same. So I will say at the very beginning of the relationship, yeah, yes. I, I don't, um, I don't really, I don't change at all. I mean, I, I, I guess, okay, things that I normally would do, like I make allow, like allowances because like, if, 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 to Jay's point, if I were out partying a lot, well, you know, I'm going to stay home a lot because I have a relationship now. So I've changed my activities. But the person I am, I wouldn't say I change um, because I want people to know who I am when they meet me. When they see me, I'm I, I'm a seller 24-7. Um, so, and I think that's a problem in relationships, Jane. You can comment on this, how people start off being someone they're not. And, has a, and they're in acting, right? They're actors. And then by the time they get into a relationship, the real them comes out and people are like, who did I marry? Right. And I find, too, that I, I know people that, like, get overly into people and then they back out. And I know when you first start a relationship, it's it's something that people do. You know, you're really interested. You're, you know, you're caught in the butterfly stage sometimes. And then you start moving backwards. And I think that that's sometimes a problem because... If you've given so much, so much, so much, and then you take away, it makes people think that stuff's changed. So I think sometimes that that could be that faking the funk, like you're so romantic or you're so into this person mm-hmm. just to get close to them and then back off. It, it develops problems. Right. And on the flip of that, it's not, um, well, not the flip necessarily, but it's, it's not a comfortable thing to do. If you're, if you put on an act, at the very beginning of the relationship and then you're in the relationship and you wonder why you're not happy. Well, it's probably because you're acting out who you're not. (laughs) And so you probably, I I would say if you have to do that, there's some serious issues um, and they're not with your mate. They're with you. Now, how about this? Have you ever thought about cheating on your partner or why and why? Well, no. And, Okay, here's the thing about me. I'm, and it's I'm not. Um, I can't juggle. My personal life has to be stable. It has to be a foundation there. It has to be. Um, uh, it has to be um, solid because that's that's more important to me than anything else. My relationship at home, my relationship with my significant other, a spouse, or whatever, is so important that I don't want any rocky roads. So I don't want to bring any any of that into relationship. Now, have you looked at people and, and found them attractive? I think that's a natural instinct we have, right? So I would say when that happens, avoid it at all costs. Don't go there. You know, seriously, don't go there. I mean, don't even be around that person because I do think that there's chemistries that happen with people. You're automatically attracted to people, and that can happen when you're married, right? Something, someone can. Oh my god, you know that star. Oh my god, I just think he's like great. Or that yeah, person. like I know to stay away from Thor. Yes, so long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, but I also really believe in the commitment of relationship and marriage. So I, I don't go there. Um, now, 
sin is sin, right? And it can happen to anyone. Right. But I pray that it would never happen to me. And I make sure that I work toward not that not happening. Now, me for, for me in particular, I don't feel that. I feel like I'll look at several different relationships. I think that when when you're at a crossroads or you have, you're in a relationship that's already kind of gone sour, I, I don't know if people really consider, okay, I'm going to cheat. But I think that, like you said, if you're around people that you're attracted to, that can happen. Um, and I think the best thing to do is get out of the previous relation before you move to the next, because that's when people get hurt. Um, that's just my particular opinion. Yeah, so I, I, think, I, I think that people, I think that sometimes it's a normal reaction if you're in a relationship where you're not happy and you're in the point where you guys are going to break up. Of course, I think people think about cheating. I mean, um, but I. I, I I don't know if they think about it, but it can happen. I don't. I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know really if anybody goes out and says, "Okay, I'm going to cheat," um, well, and makes you know. But maybe there are people like that. But you know, that's just I'm one of those people that you know want to be faithful and, and believe in trust, and and it right. can happen to anybody. But um, if it, I believe in talking to your partner and if something happens that you guys try to work it out and if you can't, then you move forward. Yeah, it's interesting because I, um, yeah, I don't know, you know, that, that question that you just asked was, it's interesting one. Does anyone wake up in the morning and say they're going to cheat? <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, there may be people that, that are like, I'm, cheating. I'm done. I'm cheating. Like, I mean, I don't know if people really go out and do that, but. It's not something that I would think. I, I mean, I would love yeah. for people to comment and tell me if that's ever been. Yeah, something I, please. Done. If anyone out there wakes up in the morning and says, "I'm going to cheat," I'd love to hear it. And I'm, you don't have to tell us your name or where you're from if that's the case. You don't have to say. Yeah. And I and I also want to <laughs> know what is the motivator behind that, right? Right. What's the motivator <laughs> behind behind the cheating? Yeah. All right. So here's one. How do you feel when others find your partner attractive? I feel good about that. Yeah. I mean, I don't want anybody. I mean, okay. That sounds so materialistic or no, I like it that my partner's good looking and people think they're attractive. I mean, I'm not that person that's like, I don't want anybody to have you blah, blah, blah. Of course. I feel like if you're in a relationship and you're happy that that person's not going to want to move forward. And I think it's good to, to have other people think they're attractive. I mean, that's just me personally. Yeah. That girl that has, all ugly friends. I want my friends to all look good. Like, I mean, that's free VIP. No, I'm just playing. No. Right. Right. And we know it's, all- I mean, I'm just, so, I have my own confidence in myself and in my relationship. So if there is something that they cheat on me or something that was going to happen anyway, that's kind of how I feel about it. Right. And relationship, and you know, we, uh, we all eyes are in, you know, it's interesting. If you look at beauties in the eyes of the beholder, right. And, it's beauty to everyone is different, right? So it's interesting that, you know, a lot of times what I find attractive, a lot of times when my friends have said my guys cheated on me, I look at what they've cheated for them on. I'm thinking, wow, she's not even cute. Or he, you know, or he's, 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 uh, you know, so, so it's, um, so it's not necessarily, I think a looks, I think that people, anyone can be attractive. Anyone can be um, so, but when it comes to my relationship, I like I like my family, my friends, everyone to be attractive and look good, and I love people to admire that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that doesn't. You're right. Beauty is in the beholder eye of the beholder because there's not too many people that you find attractive that I would have been like, wow. <laughs> I know. You really. What's good about you is I feel is that most of the time you go by the heart, you know. Um, um, I think that you're, you're in that. And you know, like when people say that they don't look at the outside, I think that that's what you do. I mean, I think I look at the heart, but I don't know. I, I think that, well, we'll talk about me later, but it's, <laughs> it's, the, it's the, I need to be more strategically educated on the heart because sometimes the heart is not what I think. I, I see the best in people and, um, but that's okay. You know, I think that, I think that what you should be who you are and just work to tailor some of the areas that cause confusion in your life. So what do you think about this one? Okay. Do you bring up arguments very often and why? And this is going to be our last question because we had to go to break. I forgot. Okay. I don't really like 
arguing. I, you know, I, I love my parents, but I run a fight with a, a parent. Uh, my parents like to argue. They they just love Some it. People love it, don't they? Don't you find I, that people love that? But what it would do to me is would cause anxiety. I remember hyperventilating when I was little and having oh. to go to the hospital because they had an argument and they thought, oh, my God, she's having breathing problems. Well, you caused it, dead mom. I love you. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I hear the fighting in, it just, you know, it's different when you get mad and you have a burst. But when the argument becomes like really intense, that's where I get uh, nervous. I don't like it. Well, my thing is, I, I'm like you. I I can't be with somebody that loves to argue because that's mm-hmm. it, it's totally against everything you know we stand for in general. I like I like calm and, and collected people that you know that don't bring up stuff that's silly and and don't constantly need st- the world to revolve around them in, in, in that sense that they always are upset or you know I just can't. It doesn't work well with me because it, it doesn't balance my energy. I like to have positive. So if I back away from people, it's because I don't feel that they have a lot of, they're not displaying the energy that I need for myself. And I've gotten more selfish with that because I'm one of those people. I read an article that you can um, absorb others' energies. Mm-hmm. And because I'm so sensitive and, and have this ability to sometimes see futures, I am more susceptible to people that have, you know, energy waves and I can feel what they're feeling. So for me personally, I push away from people that have some negative stuff going on if it's too negative. And you know what, Jay, you bring out a good point. I know we have to go to break, but I think this is a really good question because I think um, you bring out a good point because we are intuitive and sensitive. If we are around people that drain our energy through arguing, it causes us to be down. So I think there's certain people that can handle it. Maybe my thing I tell most people if it upsets you and you're upset all day long because of an argument it cannot be a good thing can't be good and if you have to keep if you have to keep bringing it up like I know that a lot of these I look at when I hear about arguing it kind of makes me think of those people that are dealing with um somebody that's possibly been unfaithful to them yes and they're like well you did this or and if you're constantly bringing it up and you can't move forward you shouldn't be with that person in my opinion because they're never allowed to move forward themselves if they have to constantly relive what you're upset about. Right. Well, that's because it's not true forgiveness, right? True forgiveness is you do not bring it up. You do not discuss it. It is over. You have said your apologies and they have accepted it. But if you continue to harp on it, then you haven't forgiven and you haven't forgotten. I mean, you never forget necessarily, but you haven't let it go. So, yeah, I think uh, that was a really good question. Dr. Still, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break, everybody. Stay tuned. We're going to talk more about the 53 things that you can change. And if you want to call in at 310-928-7733, again, 310-928-7733. We'll be back in a moment. Stop trying to run and hide. You won't find out if you never 
everyone, and welcome back to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. Uh, I invite you to call in and join the conversation at 310-928-7733. Again, that's 310-928-7733. So we're continuing the conversation on what and questions you should ask your partner or ask yourself for that fact to see if your relationship is still the same. So um, we were went through it. We just left a question and we're going to start another one. And Jay and I are going to go back and forth. And we'd like your opinion as well. Yes. So here's a question. And, and I think in my practice, I hear people ask this a lot. How much do you think you understand your partner or are they understand you? You know what? I think that's a good question. Um, I think that it's funny. I think that the longer you've been with somebody, the 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 longer they, um, the more that they get to know you, and the more they know your moves. So when I'm upset, even when I act like I'm not upset, my spouse can tell. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that goes for even not just a partner, but your family. I mean, Jay and I understand each other. We understand when we get mad, but God, we forgive so quickly and love each other back. I know, you know, it's, it's best. And I tell this to everybody, it's best not to get involved in our stuff because we'll be like, blah, 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 and then we're like, I love you. you Want to go to lunch? It's like, we're like <laughs> with each other at least. <laughs> and you know, it's kind of like, <laughs> we go through this, like major vent and get mad. And then we're like, fine. And everybody's like, what the heck happened? It like, take about two minutes. But, you know, it's so funny because that's what um, my parents, although I told you they argue a lot, they forgave so much. They didn't even, they didn't carry it to bed. You know, they, they, they're like, oh, okay. So what, that's what one thing I can't stand. If somebody can stay mad at you, like if you apologize, and then, and I know, um, like, my, my mom always stresses, like, if somebody, if you apologize and they don't accept your apology, that's the fine, blah, blah, blah. And I agree with that. But if you can be so rude to ignore somebody that said something to you to a, like an apology and sleep being angry, you're probably not the kind of person that I'll be close to because I feel like you should never go to bed mad. Cause if something happens and that person passes away or gets really sick or something happens during the night and you come back and they're gone, you know, you've been so selfish in not trying to acknowledge them. You know, that's just my thought. And let's dig deeper into that one. Here's the thing about that. If I think that if you have a relationship and you are, you, you, you find your partner, you're, you're arguing because you feel he doesn't understand you and he isn't receptive of that or she's not receptive of it, then probably your relationship has a deeper problem. There's probably a deeper problem in the relationship that hasn't been identified. I so agree. I think you probably, if you can't forgive your spouse, I don't think you should really be with them because that forgiveness, you're going to always, the longer you're with someone, the more you get to know them, the more it's unconditional love, the more it's all those things that, you know, so I, I have a problem with people saying, I, I'm never going to forgive him, but they're still with them. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah it, it just makes problems. I think that, I'm a strong believer in that you shouldn't go to bed. If you're, if you want to keep a relationship going, whether it's in friendships or relationships, and of course there can be situations like that are really bad, but you should still acknowledge that person if they've said something to you, because if something happens and you don't get tomorrow, I think you'll feel a lot worse than they will. Yeah. 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 It's, It's just, yeah. I just, just, if if you have that problem, come talk to me. I think you guys need to think about alternative uh, relationships and leave yeah. that situation because I just you gotta you've gotta forgive. Um, so let's see. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, how serious are you both? How serious are you both taking this relationship? And I think this is a good question for younger young relationships or relationships in development. So, and I'll, I'll kind of, I'll go into the show that Jay turned me on to Jay and her daughter watch, uh, you know, married to the, uh, say yes to the dress and all this. I would never watch all the relationships that nobody would ever watch. Yeah. I watch it because she, they're really getting a lot of understanding. Right. So the last yesterday she, we were, we were watching, I happened to go into their room and they were watching, um, married at first sight. Oh, God. 
you know what? That's a brave person. Okay. So this whole thing about married at first sight and the question I just asked, are you serious? Are you serious? How serious are you both taking this relationship? Kind of go hand in hand. And here's why this is how I'm putting them together. So I get married this person. It was a first sight. And then I'm in this relationship and I haven't asked any serious questions. I haven't, I don't know. Are they really taking this relationship seriously? Because I don't care. I don't think that personally, there is a lot more than a questionnaire that's involved in my relationship. I agree. How serious is this commitment, right, Jay? Go ahead. You're right. I really agree with you because I feel like, first of all, I've seen those questionnaires. And sometimes they're really long. People are like, "Ugh, yes, no." It, it's like how how much how well are they reading these questions? And also, like you said, it's a questionnaire cannot be my only source. And 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 you know, for some people, this may work. But for me personally, I need to touch you and 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 fill your spirit and and not just go by a questionnaire to make my revelation that we should be married to me. And I guess it's how you value marriage as well. For me, marriage is such a bond. It's a, it's like, it's showing the ultimate commitment. And of course there's going to be trials and tribulations in every relationship, but you've gotten to know each other well enough that you feel like this is a person that I can be with for the rest of my life for better, for worse till death do us part for. So for me to meet somebody and just say that, and not know anything about them just by going by a piece of a paper. A third party. A third party. A third party that really doesn't know. I just think that that's very. I think it would have been better if maybe the parents met. Yes. And, and said that, hey, this is my child and talked and, and kind of got to know the personalities of the parents, how they mesh. Because that. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I was going to say, Jay, that the, the, to your point, you know, in some cultures, like in the Hindu culture, uh, they arrange marriages. It used to happen with uh, uh, the the royalties, you know, queens and kings, but their they're, they're family's involved. So they know this person. Right. Three strangers, a psychologist, a preacher, uh, a doctor, theology, rather a preacher in all these different. And I think I don't know what the other girl was a relationship expert. Three people are choosing who these people should be with for the rest of their life. It's, 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 I, I want to follow up on that. <laughs> My thing is, like I said, it could work. I'm not going to discredit yeah. it completely. Yeah. For some people and how they view, how they view marriage and what they think. Yes, that may be perfect for them. But for me, like you said, and, and this is where our generational perspective comes in alignment. I think for me personally, that a questionnaire is not enough. I mean, even with like, I know some of the websites like Match and all of those things or eHarmony, you have a long questionnaire that you have to fill out and then you meet that person, right? And then you kind of see what they're about because even if we're good on paper together, it doesn't mean that we'll physically be good together. And also, what if I'm not attracted to you um, at, at first sight? And I, I already have to say I do. Oh, that may be runaway bride right there. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. It's It's kind of like, um, and I didn't see the rest of it. I'm sure you saw the ending. I don't know if they were happy when they saw them or what, but I just think um, it, it'd be interesting to follow up. And, and, and maybe their questionnaire, you know, their research on relationship, it works, but I would love to see that because I, I find that, and again, they said that they did qualify and said that everyone wasn't, um, everyone wasn't the right type for this type of program um, because I'm more of a, again, a, a, a energy feeling touchy person so that would not work for me but that goes on to me i hope these people are taking the relationship seriously and i think when you're new in a relationship that's a real big step to start thinking about okay is it is this something i want to have seriously or is this something i want to have for fun right agreed i agree with you completely so we 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 are lying on that one yep Okay, this is a good one, and I and I wonder what she's going to say to this one. Okay. Are you willing to compromise your happiness for a success for a successful relationship? Oh, boy. you know what? I think um, I think you do that. You do that because you love someone. Now, I'm not here's to happiness. Okay, so if I'm not happy in a relationship, the relationship's not happy. Right. 
there are certain things that they want to do. Like, for instance, I have gone, um, and I like to camp. I'm trying to use an example. Oh, um, oh, okay, I've gone bowling with someone just because they like to bowl, but I don't like to bowl and it doesn't make me happy, but I'm happy that they're happy, so I'm going. Okay, so those type of little things are important, but if you're, you're talking about your overall happiness and you're not happy, then no, I don't think you should do that. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, go ahead. No, I'm going to say, for example, for me personally, if I when we if I was dating in the dating realm again, and the guy's like, "Oh my God, I love hunting. Um, I love hunting and killing animals for uh, what's it called for show." Um, that wouldn't work. <laughs> so for me, because I'm such a, um, I guess that's where our Native American comes in is that I'm such a person that I believe if you have, you know, if it's for Food source, okay. But as far as a living creature, just to kill it just for, you know, for a public show or for a trophy, trophy shooting, I'm just, I mean, it, to each its own. But for me, that doesn't work. So I couldn't be, so for, so I couldn't compromise my happiness or feeling comfortable for someone that enjoys that sport. Yeah. Now, like you said, for little things, there's things that, like, I'm not that into that I've done for, partners um that i was with in the past just because like you know bowling to me is kind of funny because i i'm really bad at it but i talk a lot of crap um so it's kind of fun for me but it's not like my sport uh, well, it's like a bowling league say you're you're significant oh, like that's to a, bowl that's in the bowling league you're like oh god okay you're you're in together because <laughs> it's just not like I, I those are the questions i'd ask right away and, and if he's like yeah i'm in a bowling league i'd be like well yeah, it's like, Ooh, like that's awesome. think, guys. All seriously, I don't think listeners I'm, should sacrifice your 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 happiness. No, I'd be like, if he's like, I'm a dork and I totally love video games. I'm like, oh my god, that's cool. So do I. So I think I'm the type of person that it's not that I'm mean. I just feel like you have to have some things that you, some things that you collaborate on where you can feel comfortable and want to enjoy that with them because it'll become a problem later on if you is like bully leaguing like five times a week and you're like, really you're in the bowling still, you know, and you're not into it. It's going to be problems. But I also think, and I think a healthy relationship, and I've seen this thousands of times, uh-huh. a healthy relationship is one that lets people have their alter, their, their extracurricular activities that maybe you don't enjoy, but oh, you sure. always come together. So I think too many times in relationships, we want clones of ourselves. I like the theater. Oh, he likes the theater. Let's go. Well, I think you should still have that separation where you hang out with your buddies, you hang out with your girlfriends, um, it, it, and it should be healthy. And it shouldn't be. And that's the thing about jealousy too. Are the, the question asked you? I think one of the questions asked: Are you jealous if your husband or significant other, or wife or whatever, hangs out with another someone of the opposite sex? But there's a lot of jealousy that happens when you hang out with this, your friends. I know, and I don't understand that. Yeah. I and I think, you know what, I think it comes down to trust. Mm-hmm. Sometimes bring, people bring baggage from previous relationships and put it on the next person they're with, and it, it can right. cause extreme problems. Like if you've been cheated on before, you go into a new relationship and are treating that person like they're the one that cheated on you, mm-hmm. it's not healthy. So, like, so to your point, I agree. I think that you need to have your own things. I think you need to have... Um, you know, there's some things like my husband's into like, you know, he's really into some stuff that I'm not and that's fine. And I'll support him if I need, if he wants to go to those places and wants me to come. But I like that he has his own thing. Um, and that he hangs out with his friends sometimes. I, I trust him. So my thing is if he hangs out with his friends, he's not giving me a reason not to trust him though. So I think that's where it comes into. If you, if you've not been given a reason not to be trusted, then you can be trust, you know, trusted. Do you right. know what I'm saying? Right, I totally agree. So, uh, yeah, I think I totally agree. Here's another one. Are you keeping any secrets that you're afraid of letting your partner know? You think I would say that on here? No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It's okay. Yeah, personally, you know, I think that <laughs> for relationships, it depends what's I think there's some things that don't need to be divulged. Like um right. if there's something between your your mom and you or your family and you, unless it's gonna physically affect the relationship, I think that you shouldn't sometimes say stuff, especially if you're just dating or you're just in a serious commitment. When you become 
married and you want to vent a little bit, that's fine. But I think that sometimes spouses or girlfriends um, or uh, boyfriends can hold grudges if they know that you think that you've been mistreated. Because it's no matter how we try, sometimes we spend stuff to be in our corner. Um, and but your 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 significant other is usually going to take your side, right? Right. So it, so for me personally, I think that it's something that you shouldn't necessarily always divulge stuff if it's going to cause trouble within the family. Right. And I agree with you. I think that there's some things. I think that the whole thing is you need to probably think about the the uh, the the results or what happened, the consequences of you telling whatever you tell. Right. And that's in a relationship with a partner, a relationship with a friend. I know there's some friends, and I've asked them, if I saw your husband in a, in a restaurant with someone else, would you, and they're kissing, would you want me to know? And they say, I don't want to know. Well, then, and if I tell them, what have I done? I've done, I've ruined the relationship. So certain things, certain secrets that you have, you shouldn't necessarily tell if you know that those person that person's not going to deal with them this way. But see, this is a conversation I have with my spouse early in my in my my significant other and my friends. What is it that you do? You like what is your what's your thought on these secrets? What do you think? I mean, I, I'm, and, then, and then I think, come on, it's human nature for things that have happened in your life that you're not going to tell anybody that just keeps that's just between you and your yourself. You know, my thing is I think that you shouldn't personally have secrets that you that are detrimental to the relationship. Like I'm seeing five people and you don't really need to know about it. That's something that it's not a fair secret. Um, so like you said, there's sometimes situations that, for example, I have some friends that I that, you know, I remember a friend of mine. She said she never wants to know if a guy cheated on her. And I found out that she was being cheated on. So I never said anything because no matter how you spin it, somehow it'll come back fire on y'all. So just y'all just stay out of other people's relationships unless it's your child and, and somebody's getting beat up. Stay, stay away. It, Cause the thing is, is that a lot of people, I think that they know that they're being cheated on and want to be in denial. Um, so for me personally, I, I kind of stay out of people's mess because when you get involved, you become either the scapegoat and it ruins friendships. Um, that's just my personal thought. Right. I agree. I, I think so, too. I think. Um, but again, it's all about balancing and really thinking through with these secrets. You know, I think if a relationship is based on secrets, there's an issue. Well, yeah, because then it's not really the truth. It's you, not the truth. It's right? not the truth. And, I, and that's why I agree with you. I think that you shouldn't have any secrets. I, I, like, I, I remember I did it someone and they um, were told me that um, they... There, some one of their parents had been in jail, and um, we were really in a, a committed relationship. And I never knew like what happened to their parent, and and I thought like that's so weird because we're so close that you would kind of divulge that stuff. So I I feel like there's secrets that you know it shouldn't be a big deal to share stuff that's going on if you really trust that person. I guess secrets come up with trust. Right. Um, and I guess that's something you have to talk about, too, with the people that you're with. If you both want to keep secrets and don't feel like, you know, you feel the past is the past, the future is the future, then that's how you can run your relationship. For me, I think that there's some past that you should share because there's behaviors that you hold from that past that people need to understand. Right, right. I have one, another one, and this I think I see a lot. Do you think your partner's friends and family like you? I, you know what? Honestly, I think that mine do. Um, but my, yeah, my question is, why would you be asking that question if you're involved? They, sh I mean, that should be something you know. Well, I think that you know, with with families, it's sometimes difficult in some relationships. Um, you don't you don't know what's going on. For me personally, I've I've not had a bad experience with with families. I've always had the parents and and everybody like me and thank God and let me knock on wood. But you know, I I'm one of those people too that, you know, I believe in this too. And we were talking about this the other day. For example, my husband and his sister, right now he, his his family's in Europe primarily. So um 
when we when he's on the phone with them or sometimes like when we go up to visit um he's like do you oh, i want you to come and i go no babe go spend time with your family because i know that even though we're married and we love each other and, and we're all family now that sometimes you just need a little time with your immediate family and yes and and i think that that's important to be that spouse that doesn't overcrowd or hover so that they can't have that relationship with their family um, because my, 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 my stronghold is that I know that our commitment's so strong that I don't have to be under him all day. We can, you know, we, he can be with his family. He can love them. I'll go and I want to be a part of it, but I want him to have his own time with his family too. Right. Exactly. I think that's what's made us my past and my future or my, my past and my current relationship so good is that I give them that space to enjoy their family and friends and, and, And I also come when I know that they, when I need to support or when he really wants me to. Yeah. I I, personally, my thought on this, this area is you need to really be prepared again for the consequences, because if your family, if family is important to you and your spouse does, or your partner doesn't get along with your family, you're going to have problems later on. If it, because, so I think you need to really understand And the same with friends. If you are personally, I have my friends, but I don't spend a lot of time with my friends because I'm so with my family. I've got other pressing things. I love my friends, but I spend more time with my family. My friends know that and they accept that and we love each other the way it is. But if I but if my friends, if my family doesn't like my friends or my some of my friends, I know not to really integrate them too much into my my life. Right. Right. So I think it comes to that balance and it's just, but it, but with family is a lot different. If you're in a relationship and you're say your mother-in-law doesn't like your husband, there's always going to be that tension at during really important times in your life, you know, that come up quite a bit. And so you can't make people like who you, you like, but you, you need to find, and I think we had a show on this. You need to understand how to deal with um, those issues and work through those. I agree with you completely, and you said it right then. You can't make people like who you love, or you know. And 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 I've I've had people that want to brag about their their significant other because they want you to like them so much, but it doesn't change the way you feel, and and you make it quiet. Like I, I had a friend that was telling me about um, one of her um, brothers. Um, uh, I'm sorry, sister's uh, boyfriend that she really doesn't like that much. And her sister's always talking about this guy um, and hoping that everybody says that she's wonderful, but nobody will say anything because, you know, because or he's wonderful because of that. And it's like, don't make force people. Let them like people if they want to. And, mm-hmm. and, and if they're so wonderful, you don't need to say anything. It's going to shine through. Well, that, that goes back to the acting game, right? You can right. only perform in a play in a series for so long, and then the real you is going to come out. So if you want to go down that path, be prepared to be a soap opera and not a, a series. You're so crazy. So what do you think about Do you look forward to the future with your partner? Absolutely. I, I don't look at things short term. I look at things for longevity. And, I, 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 you know, to me, life is a blessing, and it's very short. And um, the older you get, you'll see that. And I think that the future is, is, is wonderful to think about, you know, how you grow old together, how you support each other, even at the doctor's offices when you're walking in the clinic and, you know, just um, how you still hold hands, how, you know, yeah, I think it's the future is everything. I mean, not everything, but important. How about you? This is a good one. Do you say sorry to your partner, even if they're wrong or it's not your fault? I do. I mean, yeah. yeah, because I, you know what? I just want to sometimes move on and um, I, it, I am sorry. Come on. You're not sorry necessarily because you're wrong. You're sorry because we had this argument anyway. Right. I guess it depends for me. Yeah. Um, for me personally, like I, I look at extremes. Okay. So I'm looking at extremes. Say you were cheated on. I'm not going to say sorry that you cheated on me and act like it's my fault that you cheated. Yes. Yes. Um, so, so for me, um, if we're both arguing, and I know that the reason that we come to this crossroad is because of its mutual infusion that we both 
cause this problem to happen, if I have to be the first one to say, you know, babe, I'm sorry, and we talk about it, that's different. But I think that if something like if you were cheated on or, you know, or he, you know, he pushed you or, you know, there's something that happened, like they stole from me or lied to you, what are you going to say sorry for? It's like you're accepting the, you know, the... The bad behavior. So I guess yeah, I agree with you. That's that's a good differentiation because I would not, if you should not in a relationship take responsibility for something you didn't do, and whoever messed up needs to be accountable for that mess up. And those people, and you can get into serious problems saying you're sorry for something you didn't do because that's also a control issue on the other person's part. So it's something to be aware of. So now let's choose, Dr. Sola, our last two. All right. And I already have chose my really okay. two good ones. Go, um, okay, go two good ones. Oh, we have a caller. Oh, we have a caller. Hi, caller. What's your name yes. and where are you from? Yes. Hi. How are you? My name is Nadia. I'm calling from Toronto. Oh, hi, Nadia. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good. I'm enjoying your show. I'm listening. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, you know, a lot of the stuff I'm listening to and I feel, oh, it, it, they seem tiring, you know, um, relationships after a while. <laughs> <You're so funny. laughs> tiring, you know, so tiring. And um, I, I guess for myself at this point, I'm just trying to work on me, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and I, I've been reading a lot lately and listening to videos about twin flames and, and, and thinking and sensing and feeling more that after being through, you know, just, you know, the whole relationship thing in my earlier years and, you know, marriages and what do you, what are your feelings on twin flames, you know, um, and um, just thinking at the point of after working on yourself, perhaps once you have done that, you will attract that particular soul to continue on with your journey. What are your feelings on that? Well, twin flames, you mean like soulmates, correct? Like the perfect match for yourself? Well, well, yeah, yeah. Sort of the mirror, if there is such a perfect match or just someone for that journey. Yeah. You know what? I, you know, I was, it's funny that you brought this up, Nadia, because I, I have always told my mom that I feel that. And it it may be my intuitive spirit that you have sometimes, I feel that you have at least three soulmates. And I think that, um, you can come across them at different points of your life. And I do feel that, you know, you may have missed out on one or you may have had one that served that purpose of time, but it changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I, I believe this twin flames. I, I don't, um, I don't know what I believe in it because for my, my relationships have been very different. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that my uh, getting into relationships have been kind of for the wrong reason. Sometimes I will admit that. And be, get going into relationship practice has helped me understand that and, and be honest with myself. But mm-hmm. I do believe there is a soulmate out there for you. Maybe one, maybe people have three, but I do believe everyone has one. But what yes. happens is if you're not, don't open yourself up to the right time, you could miss it. Yes. And so I yes. think it, it, it's, 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 it's really trying to be in knowing who you are. You have to know who you are and then you have to be. Put who you are out there where other people are like you so that you can you can gravitate toward it. Because I know what I want right now, but I'm not acting on that. I'm sitting at home doing other things. Right. Be in the circles that are going to give me what I want and a like mine and my soulmate. But I also think it happens by accident, too. I definitely believe that it happens by accident. I think sometimes when we're searching too hard that we don't find it. Yeah, I think everything's yes. in the right timing. And like you said, you're doing, Nadia, what I think is the best for everybody to work on themselves on being open and being ready. So it's like, you know, when they say that saying that when you least expect it, it happens. I mm-hmm. mean, I forget how I met my husband. I was at a Starbucks and was getting out of a bad relationship and completely was not thinking about meeting anybody. And he was very loud behind me speaking another language. And it's just... It was definitely fate how we met. Mm-hmm. And I and that's how I feel that, you know, sometimes I think that it just happens. And I, I do believe in those, you know, I don't think anything's necessarily perfect, but I think there's going to be right. something perfect for yourself. And several cups of coffee lady, they're still together. 
Yes. 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 And and one thing I'll, I'll add to this whole notion that we were all taught: okay, um, you get married, stay with someone forever and ever till death to us part. But yet, still, we are growing and then go through different phases throughout life. This whole notion: right. one person for you forever. Uh, you know, that totally flies in the face of that. <laughs> seems. Yeah. You know. I mean, for some people that does work. I mean, I I have yeah. some friends that were high school sweethearts and they're still together and still is in love and ever and it's so cute whereas I have friends that have married and and myself I've been married before I was very young he was one of my soulmates Um, I loved him to death but I grew differently than he did he stayed the same and we didn't grow together and I think that that was the path you know I think that God had for me my spirituality believes that God led me down that path that I was supposed to meet him and, and be in love and then grow because if I didn't meet him, I wouldn't have grown the way that I have. You know, every relationship to me has a purpose so that we can move forward to the person we're supposed to be. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, Nadia, great information. Great. Yes, thank question. you. And yeah, I think you. I think the self getting the self together is the first step, and then so uh, I think the rest will come. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Thank you. I'm enjoying the show. Oh, thank you, Natty. Enjoy Canada. How's the weather there? Um, it's getting nicer. It's getting better. <laughs> Slowly getting better. Yeah. Oh, I know. Well, have a great one. Have a great one. Okay, you too. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Okay. Thank bye. You. Yeah, Nadia brings yeah, up a that's good part of a great great thing though, because I think that sometimes people feel that pressure that with the twin flames, I mean, she didn't necessarily say that there's pressure, but I know that I've heard in, in our practice as well with different clients that they felt a pressure that they, um, you know, they were not, not married right away or they've uh-huh. been married. So they've lost out on me- meeting somebody. And I feel like it can come at any time. You know, I, I feel like that thing that I know this one lady told me, she goes, she was uh, an older woman and she said she met her. It was one of Grammy's friends. And she said she met her husband when she was, I think it was 67 Hmm. and she had several kids and um, he treated them just like his and he had children too. And she's like, it was better for me to love it all than never to love. And that's how I feel to, Mm -hmm. to meet the person that you can connect with so deeply that you feel like you've, you, you, it was worth the wait. It's worth the wait. Well, I think that you bring up a good point and just think about it. The years that you've had happiness, far outweigh the years you've been necessarily in life. Okay, for instance, if I've had a long life of not being happy and then I have these great 10 years, I'm going to remember those great 10 years, like they're the the longest. Um, So I think it's important to think about that. You know, okay, it's not necessarily when, it's that it happens and you can really enjoy the moment. So I have one last question, Jay, and then I know we have to end, but if you could choose your partner again, would you choose the same person? Yes. Yes. And I think that question. I mean, there's people that I've dated, but, you know, I, that I can say, thank God, because I thought that I was very much into them. And then you find out what kind of person they are that, you know, kind of those secret people. Mm-hmm. Um, but the people that I've made a valid commitment with, especially with my husband now, of course, there's no there's no doubt um, that. I wouldn't choose him again. I, I, you know, I would have, I wish, you know, he was the first person I met, you know, there's some, you know, cause it's just that our, our chemistry, his love for me. Um, it's just so beautiful to just, so I, I definitely, I choose him again. And so, and I think that last question is a question everyone should ask themselves. You should reflect on that. All of these questions that we have, there's no wrong or right answer. No. It's just to give you insights about your relationships. And I think that that question alone should actually de- determine where you should go in the future and, and, and or what you should change if you want to stay in it. So I think um, the whole point of this, I, guys, is to get us to really think about where we are in a relationship, how we can better it. Um, how we can move forward and, and and what choices we need to make to make ourselves happy and healthy. And don't, so, and, and if you're in a relationship that, you know, there's some things that are troubled, it, it don't look at this as that everything has to, like you said, Dr. Sell, there's no right answer. 
and there's no perfect answer. I just feel that for people that it should be perfect for you. What makes you happy? I think that people need to start thinking about that. What really makes you happy? And, and, and follow it that way so that your life can be one of happiness and balance. Um, that's, that's what to me. And I think relationships are definitely give or give and take. So if you're just giving, um, then, you know, you need to think about these things so that you can be happy in the relationship. Yes. And I want to, uh, thank the callers for calling in. Thank the, t- the written messages. Some of them we didn't have time to go through, but yeah, thank you so much. And I wanted to move on to one last thing before we end this wonderful conversation. Um, and hopefully it's benefited you. We want to leave you with a thought for today, something you can uh, reflect on and think about and, and set an intention and, and then make it a resolution. So Jay, she's our intuitive spirit. What, what would you think you'd like to leave the call with the callers today? You know what? Um, today I'm going to focus on positive change and how we're, and you know, because we're looking at all these things of, of how to make a relationship better and, and um, changing a relationship so that it's either better than it is or how it was just so that it's a positive situation. So I wanted us all to focus on positive change and how we're incorporating this positive change in our life. Because I feel that like, like many things, we're an evolving spirit. You know, we evolve daily and, and each experience makes us different, right? Each, it either, it it should make you grow no matter if it's good or bad. The experience makes you grow. So let's focus on those positive changes that are happening in your life and how you can move forward from them and just continually make yourself better. I agree. I think positivity and the energy that we're around, um, I think when you bring energies that are positive in your life, then the effect is, is, is positive, a positive result. So I encourage you to take some of these things, think about it, meditate on it, think about it, and then meditate on how you're going to turn these into a positive. And I think that it build a better relationship and a more successful one. So we want to thank you for joining our conversation today. We love you all. We, we just love yeah. our audience. They're wonderful. And we want to remind you to go and find out more about us. Jay, you can tell the audience a little yes, bit. Please pass on the word. Please go to strategicladies.com. And also go like us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, it's at Strategic Ladies for everything. So just pass on the word about Strategic Ladies so we can keep continuing to share this positive message with people around the world. Thank you guys so much for calling in. As always, you can call 310-928-7733. And we're here every Friday and bid chat at 6 p.m. on Sunday. So you guys have a wonderful week. And don't forget our podcast. Yes, our podcast. And you can write to at strategicladies.com for any Um, questions or anything that you guys want to share with us and we'll share on air. Have a wonderful day, you guys. Have a great day, guys. Bye.